Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. How are you? All right? You good? You great? Good, grand, wonderful, no yelling on the bus. You know the drill. How are you? Hope you're okay. I am uh, I'm all right. You know, things are happening. And things are going on. So we're, we'll figure it out. We'll be fine. Um, I don't have a ton of time to dilly-dally today, so sorry you don't get a, a big intro, but we're doing our best over here, okay? All right. All right, we have a song uh, from our friends, our dear friends of the show, and then a story, connect, well, actually, two little stories connected with the song. We have a question about TV continuity errors. If you submitted one on Thursday, I didn't see it because um, I finalized all that stuff by Wednesday and because I thought I was going to record yesterday, and then I did not. So, my B, uh, we're, we're doing all right, though. It's Thursday for me, by the way, just so you know, so you have a little context. All right? All right, so we have that. We got some mail about whether or not I would start a subreddit. So we'll talk about that. And baseball playoffs as we sit here on, again, Thursday. And the first Flyers update of the season from the captain. It is in my inbox right now. I've not gotten to it yet. But by the time we're all said and done, you'll hear the thing. You get it. All right? All right. Hope you're well. Hope everything's going great. And I hope that, uh, I don't know, you're having fun doing whatever it is that you do. So we have a song today from our dear friends, Lost in a Name, and we do have a story, two little stories about this song coming next. But the song is uh, very much not safe for work, FYI. And uh, it's right off the bat. You're going to hear why I said that. And I think they're lostinaname.com. Let me see. I'm going to type it in right now. It is. Have they updated this since, uh, I don't know, five years ago? I don't know. But that's where you find their stuff. And that's where you see all the things and let them know. All right? All right. Great. Lostinaname.com. The song is, uh, well, it's their latest original. They did a cover, but I don't think uh, I don't think the podcasting laws will let me play a cover. So uh, their latest original is called Villain's Heart. And once again, uh, that's Villain's Heart, by the way. And once again, it is very much not safe for work. I think you're going to love it. I think you will. Um, just, you know, if you listen with your kids, hi, kids, you know, earplugs for four minutes, and that'll be fine. Earmuffs, plugs, whatever you got to do. Uh, everything will be fine. All right, here we go. Lost in a name, villain's heart. It's the melting pack. We're coming right back. Fucking 
you have it our friends lost in a name with their latest their latest original villain's heart the melting pat the next level network should have backed away from the microphone before i went but (laughs) but i didn't and now you get that so sorry if i clipped out your ears there my bad um, that was really fun to do, by the way. Lostinaname.com for more from them. Tell them I sent you, and they'll go, that guy? Yeah, that guy, or whatever they would say. So I have a little anecdote about the song, and then I will tell you about the time I met Danny Schmitz last week. So I was um, when the song first came out, we were talking. So Danny and I text all the time. We became friends through the show probably 2017, 2016. And we've been buddies since then. He produced my album, both of them, both little EPs. He's been on the show a number of times. It's great. Uh, he bullies his way on, and we have a great time. So uh, he sent me the song in whenever it came out, March, April, and said, yeah, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll play it on the show, absolutely. But do you want me to wait until you can come on the show and talk about it? Because it's about some real stuff, 
And like, I know the story, a little bit of it. And so I was like, hey, if you want to talk about it on the show, absolutely. Come on, let's do it. We'll play the song. And then it didn't work out. Scheduling didn't, it just doesn't come together because that's just how it goes. And so I decided, hey, you know, we met in person for the first time last week. And I said, hey, I'll play the song and then I'll tell the story of us hanging out, whatever, and people might like that. But the story I want to tell you about the song. So he sent me the song in, you know, March, April, whenever it came out or when it was due to come out because I was going to play it. And then, you know, all right. So I'm listening to it. I got my earbuds in. I'm walking to the doctor's office and the doctor's like a mile and a half away. And so I'm walking along a, uh, a very busy road and I get there and, you know, there are sidewalks. So I'm on the sidewalk and I'm crossing. I got a couple blocks to go and um, there are some guys doing some work, some uh, some workers doing some whatever their maintenance they're doing with the water lines or the gas lines or whatever. So they're in the sidewalk. And so they've got all, got all that dug up. They've got like the pieces out and they're in there. So I can't I can't pass there. And so they're right at the curb. So I'm like, God damn it. So my choices are. I either go to the right and go around the block and come back around and maybe be late. And I don't want to be late because I don't like being late for stuff if I can avoid it. Or I go real quick, like cross into the street for like three steps and then get back up onto the sidewalk, you know, past the guys and be fine. So I decide to go off to the left and go into the street for literally three steps. It's like two and a half feet, not even whatever, however long it takes me to however far it is for me to take three or four steps. And I knew, I kind of had an idea when the bus was going to come because I looked it up before I left and like, oh, if I take that, like if I, I'm not going to get there any quicker if I take the bus versus walk. So I'm like, okay, we're going to like, we get there about the same time. And I just, most of that time would be standing around, me standing around waiting. So this was before my wife got a car. So I I'm go, I'm like, all right, we're going to go into the road there. And then, you know, real quick run back up. So I go down there. And I can hear the bus coming. And I know that there's a stop like two blocks behind me. And it's a pretty popular stop. So I'm like, okay. I look back. I saw some people there. And I'm like, okay, this would be fine. Like, I'm not getting, nothing's going to happen. I'm going to three steps into the street and then back up. And wouldn't you know it, I get down into the street because it's like a little incline or decline, I suppose, um, from the sidewalk to the street. So I step down. And I'm in the street, literally three steps, and the bus comes l- right behind me. I nearly get clipped. I like I could feel it. I could feel the bus right as the song said, says the f you for what is it? Never think it of me. Whatever the lyric is, like right at the hook of the song where Danny is screaming, and I'm like, man, that's a, like it would have been terrible if I would have gotten hit by a bus, obviously. But it's funnier that I almost got hit by a bus and the lyric was like, that's to me, like the timing could not have been funnier for me. So I texted him like, Hey, I was listening to your song. Number one, it's great. Number two, I almost got hit by a bus while listening to it right at the chorus part. And he's like, dude, are you okay? And then it was like, Oh damn, that's actually awesome. So there you go. There's my little anecdote that took way too long on, uh, on villain's heart for you. And, <laughs> The second thing about Lost in a Name, the reason we're playing uh, a song that came out six months ago, is because the other day, I met Danny Schmitz in person. I met a guest, a good friend of the show, and now who's become a good friend in real life. Um, we met the other day. So he goes on tour with different bands, and he was doing a run with a band, and they were in New Jersey. And this is not the first time he has texted me, by the way, and said, hey, I'm here. 
is that close to you? And other times he was like an hour and a half away. But this time I look up on the map and uh, he's like 25 minutes away. And so I go up to the missus, hey, do you want to go do this? There's a mall nearby, we could do that. And she's like, no, I got to go out the next day. So she's like, but you go and like you Uber there or whatever. And then like you go have fun. I'm like, okay, great. So I'm like, hey, we could do this. Let's go. I, like we'll meet there. We'll go to the mall. We'll have dinner, whatever. We'll hang out. Um, and then he's like, hey, why don't we just have dinner at the hotel restaurant or just hang out there? Because I'm tired. And I'm like, that's perfect. It would have been a lot more work to do the mall thing. So uh, I get there. So first of all, I have a Lyft gift card that somebody got us for Christmas a couple of years ago. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's use this. So I'm waiting. I, I booked the Lyft. I put on the, the card in my account there. It's like 25 bucks, which would have made the ride like three bucks, which I learned on the way back because on the way there, I had to Uber because Lyft, uh, five drivers canceled the trip. So they're like, okay, we're getting a new driver. Okay. Oh, sorry. They canceled the trip. We're going to find you a new driver. Okay, great. Thanks. That happened five times. So then I was like, all right, let's try Uber. I know I'll pay more money, but let's try Uber. So I get over there. We make it happen. And uh, Danny Schmitz, I got to say, is shorter in person. He's much shorter in person than I thought he would be. Um, so we, we just, I mean, it was great, man. We just hung out. Like we talk often enough where like, we know what's going on in each other's lives, but just this, like, it's weird, right? Like you make a lot of friends through the internet now, which that's, I, I could not have sounded older and more feeble with that sentence, but like, I have a lot of online friends who I can like also talk to outside of the other things. Right. And so to meet one of them in person, to be like, yeah, I know you're a real person. Like, we know that each other exists in real bodies in the world, but it's still kind of like, where are we going with this, Pat? It's still kind of like, whoa, like you're like you're just a dude. You're just a dude in real life, just like me. And just being able to like, it was kind of weird sitting across from him in a good way, um, sitting across the table from him and be like, hey, like we met via the internet eight years ago, and now here we are like in real life having a conversation and having dinner and crap it open a couple of cold ones. And so it was really great to do that. And, uh, it was, yeah, it was just fun. Like he's sharing stories about the road. I'm sharing stories about, you know, dad life and whatnot, and just kind of going, just hanging out, man. And it's something I don't get to do that often. And I'm glad that finally, um, we were able to make it happen after several missed connections and, and almost missed connection because I couldn't get a goddamn right over there. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it was good, though. We had a really good time. Um, I did anyway. Let me not speak for him. But we had a good time just hanging out, chilling. You know, he had an off day. So um, he's like, I, you know, it'd be great to hang out. And if not, then whatever, we'll find something else. But I imagine on tour, when you have an off day, it's like sitting by yourself in the hotel has got to get kind of boring. And so, yeah, you want to kind of spice it up and do some other things. And so we got to do that. So it was great. It was really great. Um getting to hang out, and we we are going to work out him coming back on the show probably in November, December. I guess we got to wait for them to put out a new song now because, come on, man, it's been like six months. What are you doing? So Because we just played one, so now uh, we got to get a new one. So I don't know, again, the rules about me playing covers. I know they got a couple out. Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to play those, but go check those out as well. Um, and if you go to a show and he's running the table there, the merch table, or if he's playing the show or whatever he's doing – Go say hello and tell him you listen to the show, and he'll be like, "That guy, hell yeah, he'll be—he's the only one I think will be excited that you know him through me." Yeah, I think everybody else would be like, "Really, that guy? All right," but he's—he'd be excited, I think. Lost the wait—are they on tour? 
So they're on tour like soon, like this week. Hold on. Lost the name. Let's do this. We'll do this the right way here. October 21, they're at, uh, let's see, Keg Grove Brewing Company in Bloomington, Illinois. Is that a thing? Is that real? Is this this year? Hold on there, Schmitz. Oh, let's see. Well, I'm just trying to see if the website's up to date. Let me see. Hold on. All right. Well, according to their website, they're in Illinois on the 21st and on the 28th of October, they're at Rockin' Brews in Milwaukee. So there you go. Two shows coming up. I don't know. Is that current? I have no idea. But uh, hey, that's not on me. That's on them for not getting that current. There you go. <laughs> it w- we wouldn't be buddies if I couldn't take a shot at him right at the end. No, it was fantastic to meet you, Danny. I had a great time. And a uh, good call saying, hey, let's not do the mall. Let's do the dinner at the restaurant instead. Because um, that worked out better for both of us, I would think. Right? Yeah. All right. So yeah, meeting guests. If anybody else is around, any other guests of the show, you want to hang out and have dinner, let me know. We can make it happen. It'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be a little, it'd be more awkward, I think. We can make it, we can make it awkward, right? We can make it awkward enough where we each have a story to tell when we're done. And then we can enjoy like the other parts of the evening, right? Pat, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I get, keep getting things in my ears, some ringings in my ears for work stuff. And I don't want to do it because I, I like talking to you more. So there we go. Thank you, Danny Schmitz, for uh, for hanging out and for uh, for getting the bill. That's great. Good stuff. Did I need to tell you that? Probably not. But anyway, lostinaname.com for more things. All right? Oh, boy. All right. Let's take a break. Let me. I will check on those work things. We'll come back, and we will do uh, TV continuity errors right after this. Okay, we're back. We made a little change to the uh, order of things. We we're going to do the question first, but then I decided, no, no, we'll... Uh, We'll save that. I don't know. Is this going to make a difference? Probably not, but it's fine. All right. So uh, I got some mail the other day. Not real mail. Oh, that that would be cool. Uh, but then you'd have to know my address because I don't want to pay. I'm not. Listen, a lot of these services that other people use for their shows and people send them things or what have you, like they're great and it'd be awesome, but it's not practical. Like I don't make money from this. Join the Patreon. Maybe I can if enough of you sign up. And then I can get a P.O. box, and then you can send me things. But until then, tmpfanmailgmail.com, or uh, the best way, again, the contact page at themeltingpat.com is, uh, is how you do that. All right? So we got a, a question from one of you. Did we get a name? No. So it's Jimmy from Mayfair. Thanks, buddy. Uh, hey, Pat, just wondering if you've ever thought to make a subreddit for the show, because there you might be able to reach a wider audience and get some more feedback for the questions and what have you. Let me know. All right. Well, I will let you know, Jimmy from Mayfair. This has never crossed my mind. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just started using Reddit a few months ago, and I'm already done with it. Like, I already uninstalled it, and I, I'm not going to go back because I... Look, I've been on the internet a long time across websites, forums, social media platforms, all the things. And Reddit, I have never seen more like the they're the dumbest softest most sensitive people i've ever seen like i've ever encountered on the internet i've never i've never encountered like a a worse group of people to interact with online than on reddit it, it's just it blew my mind just how I, I don't know like how how dense they are and how angry at you for answering a question directly that they get it it, it was just insane so no um I won't do that. Uh, I say this all the time, but I, I just, 
just going back to how dumb they are, I um, we have more information, more access to information than we've ever had in history. And we're not using any of, like, we're not using those avenues to make ourselves smarter or to answer our questions or to just, like, figure out how to deal with people online and in real life. Like, we're not figuring that out. We have access to to learn how to do these things, uh, learn how to participate in, in certain settings. And we're not doing it. It's not happening. Um, so, yeah, I can't do it. Uh, I mean, I scroll the internet for fun stuff and for good-looking people, obviously. And... um I just don't have the energy to deal with that level of of stupidity. I really don't. So, I mean, yes, like, would that give me more of a of a base to to pull from for questions and and segments and whatnot? Like, would it give me more options? I suppose. Like, if enough people joined it, and if it uh, that's the other thing. Like, I have a Facebook group already, and we got a handful of people in there, maybe two handfuls. Um, I have a Discord with like three other people in it who use it. And I, I have other things like I have platforms that are already that already exist. I've already made like little communities and they don't get a ton of traction. Like relatively speaking, they don't get a lot of traction. Like I'm I am. I love the people who are in those groups. Like I love the answers that I get from the message board that I'm on, from the Facebook group, from the uh, from the discord, if we get any. Right. I love the little community that I've made from the Patreon as well. I love the community I have. And like if if I was trying to launch this and make this show and you know get a million downloads and and all these things like yeah sure I'd make a subreddit I'd make a I'd make a whatever I'd, I'd probably have to narrow the scope of the show to get to get it into more places but as it stands that's not something I'm even I even considered like not even a little bit because uh, first of all I don't know how much work goes in to maintaining a subreddit they have like, rules and mods and whatnot and I don't want to deal with any of that either so I got my community on my message board and, and on the Facebook group and on the discord, um, join, join both of those, join the Facebook group, join the discord. We can hang out together. Links to those are in the show notes. It's all at the melticpat.com at the contact page. I think the disc, you know what, let me check and make sure the discord is actually on there. Cause the did like the discord, me actually using my discord is fairly new. And so I want to make sure that we're good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you click there right now, again, the meltingpat.com, the first little tab, under the uh, under the banner it says contact. Click on that. You can leave me, send me a message, and then all the ways to get a hold of me, social media and otherwise, are under there. Click those. All right. So to answer your question in a very long-winded way, no, I've never thought about making a subreddit. I understand how uh, that can broaden the community a little bit, but based on the interactions I've had with a lot of people on Reddit, uh, those aren't the kind of people I want responding to things for the show because it would just be a whole mess of like, well, what about this? No, what? Oh, you don't know about this. And I'm just like, all right. I don't have the energy to do it. I really don't. Like if you want to make one for the melting pad, if you want to make a subreddit for the melting pad and send me all the things that they use that they say, great. You go right ahead and do that. I'm never going to look at it. I, I can't, I can't, I can't do another thing. Like I even, like it was even tough to actually, start using Reddit because I already have enough social things. Like I don't I got enough thing enough things to scroll and click on. I can't really add another one. And I just I don't I don't know, man. Speaking of uh speaking of like asking me if I'm gonna do things online, uh I can't download other things. I, I can't do it. I like I finally joined TikTok because that's where all my music people went. Um and that's it really. That's I'm done. I'm done. Like Reddit's gone. I'm done I'm done with Reddit. Um a couple of times I've been asked to do WhatsApp I don't know what that is, but uh, 
I hear it's great if you need that sort of thing. Um, I hear it's great internationally, which is cool. I don't really have the need for that. But um, also, I, I just can't download another thing. I can't. I got all my social things. I got my Discord. I got the, all the things I need. I, I don't have room for more things on my phone or in my brain. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Um, unless Twitter really just dies and all the people, all the music people I've had on the show, they all go somewhere. I'll go there. But otherwise, I, I just I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't make a subreddit. I can't join WhatsApp or Slack or whatever. I can't uh, I can't be on Reddit. I, I just I can't do it. It's too much. It's too goddamn much. I just I can't start making another profile. I can't start my following all over again, no matter however modest it might be, relatively speaking. I, I can't download more things. I just can't do it. I can't. Unless, like I said, um, all the people I who I whose music I play on the show, if they go somewhere else, let me know where that is, and I'll join them so I still have my catalog and I still get that refreshed and I can still play you music on the show. But otherwise, like just for like for my own thing, I can't do it. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I know it would help, and I, I know you're trying to help, and I know that your uh, you, your heart's in the right place. But I we're at different sides of this, and I just can't do it. All right, there we go. That thank you for the question. I'm sorry to let you down. Um, but if you want to do it, if you want to make a subreddit and maintain it, whatever that goes into that, go right ahead. But I can't even get enough people to join my Discord to make it worth making more things. So, <laughs> so it, it's just, like I said, it's just not practical for me to do another thing. Like it, like the only thing that it would be is another website for me to check where three people are saying things, if any, if anybody at all. And so it's not really worth it for me to go create another community where other people then have to join and sign up and do all this when I'm not getting the traction to make it worth it. Right. I'm not getting the, like, what's the word engagement to make it worth doing a whole new community on a different platform when I already have two or three that, uh, that I love the answer. I love the people that are in it, but like, it's not, it's not enough to go, Hey, why don't we all do it over here? Like, it's just not, it's not a thing. Um, but thank you for thinking of me. I appreciate that. Again, if you want to do it for me, go right ahead. I'll let you, I'll leave it to it. You know, if you're listening enough to ask that question, you know, the show well enough to know what I do and don't want. So thanks a lot. Uh, otherwise, join the Discord. All right? <laughs> All right? Is that is that fair? I don't know. Anyway, oh, man, we're going to take a break. Let's do one more break. Uh, we'll actually do probably two more breaks, but let's do a break here. This was a quicker segment. That's fine. And then we'll do, on the other side, TV continuity errors. Um, yeah, we flipped it around. And uh, if you can believe it, I forgot that I told you before the this segment that I was going to do that next. And then I was like, hey, we should do this instead. Uh, my brain is mush, but you know that. So uh, you know that just based on me barely answering your question. So there we go. All right. Hope that made sense. Um, join the Discord. And uh, if you want to make a subreddit, go right ahead and just let me know what they say. All right? They. Whoever they are. The morons over there. All right. Well, now, for real, we'll do TV errors uh, on the other side. Sit tight. Okay, now we're going to do TV continuity errors. I know, I said it before, and then I, I, I said all the things. So this came up, I played a couple of weeks ago a song called Continuity Errors from Life in Idol, and uh, I made a joke that maybe they're just big Boy Meets World fans because that show is riddled with continuity problems. And uh, I was like, oh, man. And I he, I think, um, yeah, MAG, eventually, our friend MAG said, hey, that'd be a good topic for the show 
to do like which shows have good continuity, good and bad, like just glaring, funny, whatever continuity problems. And so I'm like, yep, that's a great idea. Let's do that. And so what we're going to do is we'll mention your uh, all your things and we'll also play a clip from the uh, the theme song of the show. So that does that sound fun? Does that sound like a good thing we're gonna do? All right, let's do this. Let's we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun. That's uh, that's a, that's a dad who is trying to have fun on vacation with his kids or his family, and they're clearly not having fun. We're gonna have fun. So there you go. Um, okay, Pat Leary says a dumb one, but memorable to be, memorable to me. No way, man. Uh, in Cheers, Frazier makes reference to his late father on multiple occasions, but when the spinoff Frazier happened. He lived with his father. That's a big one. That's not a dumb one, Pat. And neither is the Frasier theme song. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Oh, my. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegs. <laughs> By the way, fun fact about that. So I mentioned several months ago that Cozy TV plays great sitcoms back to back to back. Frasier... Roseanne and the nanny right in a row. And so now I can sing the Frasier theme song to my kid and get him to settle down for 10 seconds. I go, over here the blues are calling, toss salads and scrambled eggs. I can do that. And uh, it's great. So number one, Frasier's fantastic as a show. I have not seen the new ones yet, but I do love the show. Uh, The theme song is great and it helps with the kids. A little bit of a lullaby for my son. So there you go. That's not a dumb one though, Pat. That's not dumb. That's an interesting one. Now, you know, I wonder... So I've not seen all of Cheers. I've also not seen any of Cheers in a long time. But I wonder, like when they were making the the character Frasier, when did they know that they were going to spin that off into his own show? Like when did they realize, hey, this guy's pretty popular, or like, hey, we want somebody to do a spinoff. Why, hey, Kelsey Grammer, you want to do you want to be Frasier somewhere else? You know, when did they re- did they realize that before they wrote in all those mentions of his dead dad? Did they? Do you think they knew that or no? All right. Also, don't tell Christian Cage he's got a dead dad. We don't want that. All right. Um, I, I wonder though, like when, like what's the timeline on that? We'd have to get a writer on the show, I guess, and say, hey, did you know this from 35 years ago or whenever the show came out? Um, <laughs> all right. I don't know. Anyway, um, thank you, Pat. Appreciate that. We got two. We actually got a couple for uh, for Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince. Brian Amato said when they replaced the aunt on Fresh Prince without saying a word. And Jimmy said, one that comes to mind is the new Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince looked nothing like the prior one. There we go. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. There's part of the theme song, by the way. Um, Had to look for a couple different versions. Because, I mean, the show when the show comes out in the 90s, and you go on YouTube and you look for a version of the theme song. A lot of times you're going to get someone recording it off their, like off a of VHS, off their TV. And so the quality's not great. So I had to do some digging. It's a great song. You know it. You know the one. Um, like you're not going to know. I guess there could be somebody who doesn't know Fresh Prince. If you're young enough, like if you're, let's see, if you were born in, I don't know, 2000 and you don't have any older siblings. And like your parents didn't watch a lot of TV. Yeah, there's a chance you don't know what a lot of these popular things are from 30 years ago. There's a chance. So I shouldn't say that so so uh, so quickly there that, oh, of course, everyone's going to know that. Well, maybe not. I think everyone listening to this show will know it. 
But in case you don't, and in case I, you know, I can claim fair use later, um, I then critiqued how the theme song is great. So there we go. I think that's a that's a loophole. So there you go. Thank you, both all of you, for that. I think we got another one who said on fifth. Yeah, it's a good one. And then so I didn't know. Um, like I watched the the Fresh Prince documentary on HBO a couple years ago, and I didn't know the story of why she was replaced. It wasn't like, oh, she her contract went out and they decided not to renew. It's like, no, there was like a thing that happened. And so there was a reason why that was why the, the switch happened and it was like a more serious thing. So yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I mean, you, you could probably f- try to find someone to look kind of like her. I don't know. Or then like, or did you write it into the show? where then Philip has a new wife. Like, do you do that or you just hope no one notices? Because I think it's going to come up later. Back at that time, we weren't really watching all these back to back to back. So you go from season two, you wait six months and the show comes back. Season three is like, hey, wait, is that? And we couldn't really look it up right away. So I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it from, you know, watching TV whenever I want, whenever I have it in front of me, you know, going from season two to three right away or whatever season it was, um, going right back to back and being able to pick out random little things that changed from the year prior because I'm watching it 30 seconds later. So I don't know. Anyway, thanks, everyone. Uh, Meg says, all the continuity errors, all of the continuity errors in Boy Meets World, there are so many to choose from. There are. And I did ask Meg, because there are a couple different theme songs for this show, uh, which one she wanted me to use. And she said she's partial to season four. So there you go. That's how that works. That's a good one. It's like that's they're all in the car. They're driving along and they're looking up and all the other characters show up in like weird little dream bubbles or whatever. It's it's weird. I'm sure when I get to that point in the podcast, the rewatch podcast, um, Pod Meets World, I'm sure when I get there, they're going to have stuff to say about that. But we're not I'm not there yet. I'm behind. Um, but yeah, Boy Meets World is it's full of those like. Their ages change, like the grades they're in, they change. Um, how far apart Corey and Eric are in age, that changes to fit some stories. Uh, Sean had a sister in the first episode, never heard again. Although, I do remember them talking about that on the show, or maybe in an, in an interview, where that was supposed to be a third friend. Like, there was supposed to be a third friend in that episode, or in a couple. They tried it for several episodes in season one to make, like, a third friend. And so those lines were so supposed to, yeah, yeah, supposed to be for the third friend. And then they were like, no, we didn't bring that kid back. So Sean, you get those lines. And so now he's got a sister who doesn't actually exist. And then like later, he's got a brother from the trailer park or a half brother. And then when, um, what's his name? Matthew Lawrence comes to the show as Sean's half brother. The other guy's never mentioned again. Uh, there are two different Morgans. They replaced the little sister, you know, randomly throughout the season in season three or four, they brought home, oh, you were in, they addressed it, which was funny. Like, you were in timeout. It's the longest timeout ever. I've been in my room. Um, and so that's fun. They did a second character of the bully. Harley Kiner was the bully, played by Danny McNulty. He, I learned from the podcast, he had an incident, a medical thing. Um, so he didn't come back to the show for a little while. He came back one more time. But then, like, that week, they brought in another actor to play his character, and didn't change the name. It was really weird. Um, they retconned Corey and Topanga's friendship, relationship, 
several times. Like, no, we met here. No, we met over here. Oh, we've been friends forever. But then you know, they first meet him and they're like, we don't know each other. It, it's just the things that they uh, they just let slide seemed very weird. And again, yeah, everybody, uh, what grade everybody's in, that just, a lot of it just didn't make sense. Just didn't make sense. I had to move my chair a little bit. I I um I set my chair. Now I'm uh so it doesn't rock back and forth. Maybe that'll cut down on some noise. Sorry, sorry, my bad. I'm trying to be comfortable here. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure there are more. I'm sure as I go along with my rewatch, like I said, I'm in the beginning of season three. I'm sure I'll find more, uh, more continuity errors from the show. And that's not to take anything away from how good the sh- how entertaining the show is, right? It's just they've you know continuity was never. Uh, was clearly not a priority for the writer's room in Boy Meets World. So there you go. Thank you, Meg, for that. Uh, Amy brought up New Girl, and I've never seen the show. I'm not Well, I've seen one episode from whatever season my friend Charlie Saxton was in it, so I watched that one, having no clue who anybody was in the show, in the universe. Um, hold on, let's do the theme. Amy says New Girl. That's a great theme. I like that a lot. Is that uh, what's her name? Um, the hell's her name? Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. I don't know how to read out loud. Is that her singing the song? Because she can sing, right? Like she's an actual singer person. No. Okay. Um. Anyway, she says. Amy says the first episode of New Girl to the second episode when Coach leaves and Winston shows up, and uh, that meant nothing to me. So I said, Amy, hey, can you explain that? Because I've never seen the show. And she said the pilot, it was like all the roommates meeting the main character for the first time. And then the second episode, suddenly the one roommate was gone and replaced by a new character slash roommate completely out of context. And they barely addressed it until later seasons. I think the original actor, Damon Wayans, was on another sitcom at the time and couldn't do both. And then they brought him back in later seasons. So there you go. I do think it's funny and that has happened. We got a couple on this list. It does happen where they will address it later, but it's it's funny, which is funny, but it's also funnier when they don't, right? You just bring somebody in, looks nothing like this other person, or like, hey, we got a new roommate now, and it's just never addressed. I think that's funny. Actually, uh, I was thinking about this uh, when Alvaro was on the show in, geez, last year or beginning of this year, end of last year, I forget. We talked about Venture Brothers, and... <laughs> He said, oh, like mystery of the whatever act two. And they do like, oh, previously this. And it's like never explained that there's never a part one and they never address it again. Like, that's just funny. That's a cartoon, though. Maybe a little different. Um, Or maybe not. Maybe not. Or do we have a cartoon on this list? I don't think so. Anyway. Thank you, Amy, for the explanation, because I don't know what that show is. Don't know. Uh, speaking of shows, I don't know. Kyle says Game of Thrones. Let's do that. He says, anytime, and that theme is epic, by the way. Maybe, should I watch that show? No, I have I'll, I have no interest. Um, the theme is great, though. That is an epic theme song. Uh, he says, anytime in Game of Thrones when someone is talking to a giant crowd of people from way up high in their normal voice, and the people way in the back can magically hear what's going on. That's a good, that's good. That's a good point. Uh, also, the Starbucks cup disappearing abruptly means Westeros didn't actually have a Starbucks, and I can't accept that. Well, there you go. 
There you go. I don't know anything about Westeros. Did I even say that right? I have no idea. But they should have a Starbucks, goddammit. Because somebody had a cup there. So somebody on the way to the place saw a Starbucks and didn't share. You jerks. There you go. That's my, there's my take on Game of Thrones. I've never seen the show. Don't care. Uh, MAG, there we go. He brought up Friends originally. And that's what kind of brought this topic on. So he says, I know I brought up Friends. Um, and like Rachel's last name, the spelling, Ross's birthday, things like that. But one of the most glaring ones in this department is The X-Files in Season 5's Travelers. It's a flashback episode. Mulder is shown wearing a wedding band, suggesting the character was married at one point in time. But it's never discussed or addressed in the entire series, despite the plot, the pilot taking place not too long after these events. That's fun. You know what else is fun? The X-Files theme song. It's so good. That show is so good. There we go. That's how we avoid getting sued is we talk about how great the music is. We did that already. But anyway, we got a, we got a bunch more here. We're going to do it. We're going to do it all over again. Um, yeah, that's weird that they didn't mention. Maybe it's a sore spot. Maybe it's, uh, you know, something terrible happened. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe he just forgot. Maybe he's in witness protection and they forgot to take the ring off. For, maybe that's his reminder that he he had a former life somewhere. No, that's dumb. Anyway, can you tell I've not seen X-Files in 20 years? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All right, Drave says the character David from Roseanne was Kevin on his first appearance. That is true. There we go. There's our theme song. Um, and didn't they address it later too? Like, didn't they, didn't Roseanne like seasons later go like, his name's not even David. She just made that up. Did, that seems like something that happened, right? Is that a real thing that happened where Darlene just made up a name to mes- like to show that she could do that? Like just that she had that much power over him that she could just give him a new name. And then I think in the reboot, he was still David, right? So maybe I like to think that, well, one, it was probably a goof or like they didn't think he'd come back or whatever. Or here's what I like to think is that she kept calling him David for so long that he just decided to go change his name to David. Like Kevin is gone. David is here now. And he like he got so wrapped up in that identity of being David that he uh, he just changed it. He just changed his name. I like to think that. I don't know if that's true, but it sounds fun. Thank you, Drave. All right. Vito. Man, you've been on the show indirectly, but that means you've heard the show. And uh, I got to tell you, man, why are you making me read all this? Why are you doing this, man? Why are you doing this? Let's let's do the good part first. He says, "Golden Girls." Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a He says it's his girlfriend's comfort show, so I've binged enough of it to pick up that it's rife with continuity errors all over the place with basically every character. And Vito did not disappoint in uh, in sharing all these. So Blanche, her middle name changes in the middle of the series. Her daughter changed actresses, and they picked an actress who didn't even come close to resembling the one who left. I love that. I love it. That's so funny. 
Uh, Rose referring to her parents as the Nylans, despite that being her married name. And in other episodes, she mentions not even knowing her parents. But I feel like you could chalk that up to Rose being a dunce, right? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that, that it's funny enough to include. Uh, Dorothy, her kids fluctuating in age, including being too young, given the backstory that she got knocked up in high school. Her high school prom was mentioned multiple times, and there's like four separate stories about her attending with different people. Well, Vito, what if she went to four different proms? Anybody ever think about that? No? All right. No? Okay. And Sophia, maybe the most annoying, because her catchphrase is, one of her catchphrases she says a million times is, picture it, Sicily, 1922. And yet, randomly, one time she said she left Sicily and moved to the U.S. in 1920. So there you go. That's a lot. That's a lot. And he added, uh, I'm sure there are other 80s shows that are similarly all over the place because the writers at the time likely never imagined a world where people would be able to just see every season of a series back to back to back. There you go. That was a lot of reading. Shame on you, Vito. How dare you? Um, That's fine. It's fine. Was it fine? You let me know. That's a good example, though. A lot of good examples where, uh, yeah, they just kind of, I feel like they're just like, yeah, it'll be fine. Who's going to notice? And nerds, nerds will notice. And, you know, 30 years later, some guy will talk about it on a podcast and it'll be fun. Uh, Destor says, I'm doing a rewatch of The Sopranos. And I did notice one yesterday. Hold on. Theme song. Widely regarded, by the way, as one of the best shows ever. I've never seen one episode, but people love that song. I enjoyed it as well. Uh, anyway, episode 608, AJ has a haircut, and the next scene, his hair is still long. It's a minor issue, but it was odd I came across one after seeing you post this. Well, yeah, that is, that's a fun one, too. That's a weird one. Like, it's funny to be like, hey, your hair's a different length. Because um, I would feel like, I, I would assume that would be a big issue on set of like, hey, your hair has to be this because like scenes get shot out of order, episodes get shot out of order. That happens, right? But I feel like there should be someone who should say, hey, you know, you had short hair in this scene from, you know, Tuesday in the show. And then it's still Tuesday when we're doing the show, doing the shoot the next day. Like we're doing, we're shooting for the same day in the realm of the show. And now you look different. And that nobody caught it is pretty funny to me. But yeah, that's, um, that's interesting. Not the first time... I'm sure, or last, that that's going to happen. But that is very serendipitous that you came across that after you saw me post. Thanks, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, we got a couple of... Actually, that that thread turned into... Not everyone realized that the Goldbergs went on for 10 seasons. And so I realized that... <laughs> and so, yeah, a lot of people commented the Goldbergs is set in 1980-something, and it really jumps around with the timeline as far as cultural events go. So yeah, that's a good excuse as any to play the Goldberg's theme song. I'm twisted up inside, but nonetheless I feel the need to say. I don't know the future, but the past keeps getting clearer every day. That is a good one. That show went through some changes. Not all of them good, but uh, we're finishing it up now. And season 10 is, seasons 9 and 10 are kind of, eh. But overall, we have enjoyed that show for the most part. Over the last 10 years. It's it's crazy they were on 10 years. Man, good show overall. For the most part, though, really good show. Really fun. And the one that I noticed or that I wrote down, well, I wrote down Boy Meets World, but then we attributed that to Meg. And so we'll wrap with this one. If I, Again, if I missed you, I'm sorry. Um, we'll get back to you at some point. Just let me know. 
Uh, Last Man Standing actually did this twice, three times. So they did it after season one. They replaced one of the daughters with a different actor. And it was actually funny. Uh, they addressed it in the show where like the, the grandfather answers the door or something. And the new, like the new daughter is at the door and the grandfather goes, oh, you look like a totally different person. I'm like, that's great. Like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. You look different when it was a different person. And then whatever the season that they moved to Fox, because they were on ABC for five or six years and then went to Fox for three, two or three more. And they changed another daughter actor. And then the kid was like young at first. And then they aged him up to be like 12 in the new, like the new run of the show. I, those are the two, the three that I can remember right now for the show. Um, that was a really good show too. I love sitcoms. I love sitcoms. And it's a little quick bumper of a theme song, but I think a good, uh, good way to wrap is any. So there you go. That's uh, that's your TV continuity error discussion for today. Another fun one to put together. Yeah, if I missed any, my bad. Again, I, I finalized this on Wednesday and then, you know, dropped the ball looking for new stuff. So uh, if you if I missed your show, your error, I should say, you let me know and I will do my best to uh, come back around to it next week or the week after. And uh, and we'll do that next week's Halloween. So we'll probably do a themed show for that. Uh, I think we'll ask what your favorite horror movie is and we'll play a bit of the score. That sounds fun. That sounds fun, right? Maybe we'll do also review another heist episode for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We might do that. But anyway, there we go. Thank you, MAG, for the recommendation. Thank you, everyone, for weighing in TV continuity errors. That was a lot of fun. So we'll do sports on the other side. So if you hate sports, it's time to go. I love you. Thank you. For everybody else, we're back in a bit. All right, here we go. If you don't like sports, it's time to go because that's all we have. It's all we have left, sports and then the end of the show. And then that's it. All right, so if you hate sports, turn back now. Thanks for being here. I appreciate your time. And let's do this. We'll start with, where are we? The LA Olympics in 2028. I'd love to go. That'd be great. If we could do that, if we could make it happen, well, we got five years, four and a half. We could do that, right? Go and I just want to go and see like one thing. Like if we go to LA anyway in twenty that year, I just want to go and see one Olympic thing. I think that'd be awesome. But anyway, the reason I bring that up is they have approved uh, the IOC, the IOC has approved to add five new sports to the uh, Olympic uh, Olympiad, the curriculum. That's not the right word. So we got baseball and softball, cricket, flag football, lacrosse, and squash. So. Let let me let you know right off the bat. Uh, so the the Summer Olympics happen in August, and there is no chance that Major League Baseball will let their players go to the Olympics because it's in the middle of it's in the summer, and that's when baseball makes their money because that's when everybody's off school and people can take vacation from work and go to games. Um, so there's no way that they're going to stop the sport for three weeks and let everybody, you know, let their guys go, let their people go over. And playing the Olympics, there's no chance. No chance at all. Look, enough people complained about the World Baseball Classic, how guys are hurt or whatever. So enough people worried about, you know, whined about that. There is no, and that's before the season starts. There's no chance they're stopping in August to send their players over to stop the season. There's no way it's going to happen. So uh, you get some amateur guys, some college kids probably, and uh, a lot of people get to live out a dream. So good for them. Go get them. 
I don't know enough about cricket or lacrosse or squash. I don't even know what squash is. Let's see. What is it? Not squash soup. It's a racket sport played by two players or four for doubles in a four-walled court with a small, hollow rubber ball. So there you go. So they... Oh, I know what this is. Okay. So uh, it's like life-size table tennis, except probably not like that at all. Anyway, squash is uh, in the Olympics for 2028. Lacrosse. Well, I have watched some lacrosse, and that is some wild stuff. So Olympic uh, Olympic lacrosse, I am tongue-tied today, um, is probably going to be awesome. I also am very interested to see who goes over for flag football. Like, I have to imagine you're not getting NFL players, even though it's before the season, like it's before, well, it's actually during training camp, right? It's August, so that's probably, if not the beginning of the preseason, like right leading up to it, right? So, man, I find it, I, let me just say, if you are holding out hope to see NFL players in the Olympics, I would not do that because I don't see it happening. But you're probably going to get guys who don't make the roster are going to go over. And so guys who are like who are good, like you're not going to see scrubs, I don't think. Like it's going to be collegiate guys and or ladies. Are they doing co-ed? I have no idea. Um, and probably guys from like the XFL and the USFL because they start after the NFL ends. And so, well, the USFL does. Um, I don't know about the XFL. But you might see people there, and there's, I mean, they all, they're all talented, right? And so you might see those people doing flag football. Other than that, I don't know. I, I have to imagine the NFL probably won't send people over. But, or maybe like, I don't know, they let somebody, they, like, they officially, unofficially cut somebody to let them go and then sign them to the practice squad when they come back. Would that be a thing? Is that a, you think that's an agreement that they made with the Players Association? I don't know. Anyway, um, Baseball and softball, cricket, flag football, lacrosse, and squash added to the Olympics for 2028. So there you go. Uh, do you think we could be on a flag football team for the Olympics? I've not played flag football since college, but uh, do you know? Can we try? Where can we try out? Can we make the Olympics as flag footballers? How do we do that? Let's find out together. Let's play some flag football at the Olympics. God damn it, we're gonna do this because I don't want to learn how to play squash. So let's. Do- Let's do flag football because cricket is probably you got to be good at something for that. And flag football, you can just figure it out on the on the fly. I don't know. That's that's dismissive of everybody who's good at flag football. But let's do that. All right. There you go. Olympics update for you for the summer 2028. If you want to go, let me know. We'll organize a trip. Uh, I was going to say let's organize a bus, but that's a long ass bus ride. So there you go. All right. Uh, Baseball playoffs as well. Playoffs happening now. Again, we are. uh, well, not right now. It's uh, Thursday afternoon, but I will not have time tomorrow to go in to come in and uh, and add the baseball. So we're going to do it as we sit here Thursday. The Rangers are up on the Astros two to one, and the Phillies are up two games to none on the Diamondbacks. Uh, Rangers and Astros, I think, play again tonight. Phillies and Diamondbacks pick up their series tonight as well in Arizona, and the Rangers Astros series is in Arlington, Texas. So the Rangers are at home at him. And the Phillies on a road to try to wrap it up and uh, go back to the World Series for the second year in a row. So, who do you like? Who do you like in this uh, in these playoffs? I'm saying, give me the Phils, give me the Rangers to right the ship and bounce the Astros. That'd be good, right? Right, perfect. It'd be ideal for me as a Phillies fan. 
if the series did not come back to Philadelphia because it's three in a row in Arizona. And for the series to come back to Philly, the Diamondbacks would have to win two of those. And so I don't know. I don't know, man. That's a big, uh, that's a big swing if the Diamondbacks bring the series back here. So let's hope that doesn't happen and the Phillies wrap it up in Arizona. And let's hope that the Rangers can get it together and knock out the Astros so we get a Phillies-Rangers World Series, a rematch of the first series of the year. And uh, hopefully it goes better for the Phillies than that did in April. So there we go. That's your baseball. Go who you like, unless you like the Diamondbacks. Sorry. Uh, I'm biased, obviously, or unless you like the Astros because... I'm tired of hearing about how I should feel bad for those guys for getting booed. So there you go. Go Phils. Go Rangers. Baseball man. And uh, there we go. That's all I have to tell you as far as sports goes and other stuff. So let us turn it over. The uh, Like I said, the update's in my inbox. I've not uh, heard it yet. We'll do that tomorrow. But the everybody, well, no, patrons probably won't hear it. But anyway, um, let's turn it over for the first time in the 2023-24 season, let's hear what's going on with the Fly Guys. Captain, the floor, it's yours. Take it away. Hey, Flyers fans. I know when you hear that voice, you're thinking winter, snow, ice, and the ugh, smash on the boards of Flyers hockey, baby. Flyers hockey is back for the 2023-2024 season. So guys, it is Mark. I am back with the Flyers. Ooh, yeah. Guys, I am so excited to be back talking Flyers hockey with you. The Flyers went through a lot of changes in this offseason. You might have noticed that they fired their general manager, brought on Danny Briere. They fired their president of hockey operations. They brought on Keith Jones, the Flyers, keeping Tortorella to man the ship, really keep things going. We shall see what happens with this season. But I know they have a lot of young players. They have a lot of team members that are ready to take it to the next level. Now, I am very excited, but I want to temper my expectations because the Flyers, their leadership have said themselves, they are really trying to go ahead and they're really looking at a rebuild here. So again, as, as excited as I am, we don't want to get our hopes too high yet. You know, maybe some good things will happen, but let's take a look at our first recap of the season. So the Flyers really are starting off well. They started the season with a 4-2 win on Thursday in Columbus against the Blue Jackets. Followed it up with a swing over to Ottawa. Lost that game on Saturday 5-2, but came back home. Home opener won 2-0. Carter Hart with the shutout against Vancouver. Looking ahead, the Flyers are going to take on the Oilers Thursday. They're going to be heading on the road. They're going to take on Dallas Saturday, and then they're going to finish it up with Vegas on Tuesday. So the Flyers have quite the grind at the beginning of this season, but the young players are feisty. They're looking good. We have Cam Atkinson back. We have Sean Couturier back. Guys that were out for all of last season. I mean, this is exciting, but yet again, I have to say, have to temper expectations. We shall see what happens. But right now, I'm excited, and I know you're excited too. So, guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pat on Next Level Radio. And there you have it. Thank you, my friend. 
We all know where we are. I don't need to do that because he did it. He did it. The Melting Pat Next Level Radio because I had never told him that we changed the thing, and it's fine. Um, but there you go. I hit the desk for some reason. I don't know how that happened. But uh, thank you, Captain, for that. I hope everything is well on your end and with the Flyers as well. As also, as also, very much, much many more points. Too much points. What is happening? All right, we got to go. We're we're done. We made it. We've we've worn out our welcome, and now you see how quiet it is all alone. There, that's a that's a deep cut. If anybody knows what that's from, by the way, respond in the comments if you know what song that's from, and I'll send you a sticker. All right, and you can come. Maybe you can come on the show. All right, let me know. All right, that's all. We're good. We're good to go. My thanks to Lost in a Name. My thanks to Danny Schmitz. My thanks to everybody for weighing in on the TV continuity errors. That was so much fun. Uh, my thanks to my kid up there making noise. My thanks to the captain for the Flyers update. And uh, my thanks to all of you. He's up- Well, we made him upset. We really made him upset up there. All right, we're going to go. Jeez, we're done. No G-Love today, but check him out. Philadelphonic.com and the, 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 the meltingpat.com for all of my things. You know the drill. The network tab's up there. Go check out all of our shows and do the things over there. All right? All right, we're going to go. We're going to go. I thought I was going to have to step in there. I think we're okay. We're going to go. Bye. I love you. I'll miss you. I'll talk to you next time. This has been an 8-Boy in the production. Till next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And, of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one.